I can probably keep it clean. I I kind of like the challenge sometimes. I don't. I mean, I don't see a reason to keep it clean. Uh, I just think we should say whatever we want. I mean, no, no one cares. I mean, there aren't any kids gonna that are gonna listen to this fucking thing, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so let's yeah, let's say what we want to say. I think. And if they are, they're really cool, and they swear already. So <laughs> yeah, good. yeah, they're super cool. They're smoking cigarettes. <laughs> From the Great White North and the Great American South, it's the Border Battle of the Bands. This is. North by South. He talks on my head and say, son, take a good look around. This is your hometown. What's going on? <laughs> Welcome. My name is Rye and this is the North by South podcast. And you, 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 I don't know why I'm here. It's to remind you how great and terrible Canadian content can be. Uh, is this, is this sounding good? My friend over yeah, there? That's, that sounds great, Rye. I don't know. How, you, how you, hot should you, we come I in? don't know. Yeah. How hot um, should we come in? Should I have a gimmick right off the top like that? I like, the, I think you should. Okay. Yeah. I thought that was fine. In fact, I think we're still doing it. <laughs> so I gotta, I need a gimmick though. Yes. Um, Hey y'all. Clay here. <laughs> Whoa. That. There's your gimmick right there. You've already given away your uh, name. Enormous reveal from the beginning. Just. Ground I go burn. by a lot of names in the podcasting universe. <laughs> and for this podcast, I'm going to use the name Clay. And it's up to you to decide if it's the real one or not. Uh, yeah, I live down south, y'all. In just south of Nashville, Tennessee. And, right, I don't know if you've ever heard this, but Nashville is known as Music City. Oh. So there's a lot of music that happens around here and has historically. Mm. So what I am here to do is to defeat Rye and Canada in this battle of the bands border <laughs> this border battle of the bands yes yes it's no yes so yeah uh-huh. all right let's cut the bullshit let's just talk to these people we they all know yeah. us we're just legends, every one of them right everyone everyone knows us yeah yeah so yeah we we had the idea me and clay here we both do podcasts where we kind of concentrate on single bands i myself do Black Sabbath with Sabbath Bloody Podcast. And Clay over here is actually known under the pseudonym The Simple Man. And uh, yeah, we just. As host of Skinner Reconsidered. Let's get the plug in. You plugged yourself, <laughs> but not my podcast. I just plugged your uh, alias. <laughs> <laughs> um, the idea of the show, of right. course, if you haven't gathered, is Clay here picks one from America and I pick one from Canada to represent a theme that we pick each month i guess we're really going to only do this once a month i think let's be honest, let's be honest. Yeah. once a month yeah why is it that we can't seem to manage our own podcast so we decide to do a second one together <laughs> i don't know i like I it but yeah you know you and i have shot shit back and forth a lot and uh, i've been on your show doing some guest spots and just taking over your hosting duties and having fun mm-hmm. with some skinner because i love skinner and uh you don't know the first thing about Black Sabbath, so you listen to me religiously. So you get your you never invited me onto your show. I don't right? invite anybody onto my show. <laughs> well, maybe you should start. Yeah, I know. I should. Well, <laughs> that's what I was thinking with this show. You know, like maybe every once in a while, there you go. if people want to play into our very limited window that our lives allow us, 
Um, uh-huh. But yeah, this show is going to be looser. It's going to be varying. We're not locked into a single band, of course, but music history is going to be covered. Genres are going to be bent and combined and, you know, a lot of a mm-hmm. freaking, we'll do it all. Yeah. One of the things that excited me about the idea when, when you told me about it, right, was obviously to, to do something with you, but as much fun as it is to, to deep dive a particular band and I love Skinner and I will finish the podcast with the final Skinner album at some point in the future, but it is, it's a fun idea to be able to talk about more than one band because believe it or not, there are other bands that I like outside of Leonard Skinner and 38 special with this 38 special. <laughs> exactly. The list goes on and on. I love all the Van Zant related projects. Uh, but yeah, it'll just be fun to be able to talk about uh, different types of music, something different every month. And again, it's important because it's a competition and I hopefully will win. <laughs> it's very important to me. So essentially each month, when we have a new episode, there'll be a new category or, or theme for the episode where I will go off on his own to Canada. I will retreat here in the South and we'll each pick a song from our region that we think best represents that category. Sometimes it'll be positive. Sometimes it'll be negative, best and worst. Sometimes it won't be a value judgment at all. It'll just be a, a random category. And then our job as your co-hosts, is to pick a song that matches that category. We're not going to share the song with each other before we start recording. So we'll spring it on each other just as we spring it on you, dear listeners. And then we'll, we'll react. And what we would love to do, because um, one of the things that's fun about any of this podcasting is, of course, getting feedback from the listeners and just talking about music with people. Yeah, so absolutely. that's what we want to do. And so we'll put a poll out there after every episode. We'll put a poll out on Twitter uh, where you guys will decide which song was better. Was it my song or Rai's song? Was it South or North? And then we'll share the results on the the next episode. Yeah. So this is, um, it's all in your hands, people. We're just facilitating this discussion and you make the final decision. And even the themes. So, the idea we have with the themes is we got a bunch that we wanted to do. We got a list of about 12 of them. Um, that should fill out a year if we're doing one a month. Um, so, uh, yeah, we'll see how far we, we get. really have set our expectations low. <laughs> yes. Yes. And watch, we won't meet them. Yeah, exactly. But what we want to do is anybody who has an idea, um, like you get an idea of some of the themes, they'll be, you can kind of present us with some themes. Uh, we're going to be on Twitter at North by South Pod. We're going to be on the Gmail, North by South Pod at gmail.com. And, you know, throw some ideas for episodes. Like, try to stay away from just saying like a genre or something. Get, get really specific because we'll have fun with it. You can even have it like a, your favorite song that has a the word. Uh, why can't I think of a word right now? <laughs> Well, there, because there's so many. How do you pick just one? And that's up to you, dear listener. Yeah, exactly. Right that's in, why we need you. Tell us your favorite word, and we'll pick our favorite song that includes that word. Yeah, I think I was overthinking it. I wanted to like have a funny word. It's easy to do. That's all I ever do. Yeah, so that pretty much lays out what it's about. Um, and today, for the first episode, we've kind of decided that we're gonna stay local. We're gonna shop local, as you should be doing in these hard times that we're in. These are going to be songs specifically from what we consider our hometown. Now, I think that's pretty easy for Clay. 
you've more or less stayed in the Nashville area your entire life. Is that correct? Yeah, I was born in Nashville. I grew up uh, just south of Nashville. Spent about a year and a half in Texas. Other than that, my 41 years have all been uh, in the Nashville area. I'm in the suburbs of Nashville these days. But yeah, pretty much my entire life. And you have bounced around the world a little bit more than I have. I have, yeah. I've done some good chunks of time. Uh, I was was technically born in Toronto, um, but I grew up on the West Coast in Vancouver. And that's what I identify as my hometown. I moved there when I was like really young. But more recently, I lived in Ireland for just about six years, kind of off and on for one year as this weird transition happened to come back to Canada where I am now. Um, so there's a couple of places that I kind of consider home that, and where I am right now, I've only been here a year or so. Um, I'm in Kingston, Ontario, which is a smaller town between Montreal and Toronto. But there's some great music history here, too. Maybe one episode. Definitely, for one of these episodes, I'm going to pick a local band from here. There's a couple of big Canadian bands out of Kingston. But for today, anyway, like I'm going to go with Vancouver. You got Nashville. So I say we just get into it. Do you want to try to listen to some music? Yes. Without further ado... Vancouver, British Columbia. This is the song Black River from the band La Chinga from their 2018 LP Beyond the Sky. Now, this is a three-piece rock band. Very, you know, just straight ahead, badass, no fucking around. Uh, They're self-described as tequila guzzling, chicken wing wolfing, boogie rock riff machine. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all, huh? (laughs) Shit hot guitar. Ben Yardley is the guitarist, and he's like a killer, like, tone guy. What I love about this band is, like, you can really pick out the guitars. Like, you can tell, like, oh, that's a total Strat sound on there. In that way, they they don't have an over amount of production. It's very, you know, garagey sounding, but still just, like, cranked up. Yeah, yeah, bass and vocalist, all in one, Carl Spackler, Phenomenal channels that like Bon Scott kind of ripping vocals, and on drums you got Jason Soliam, and I think he does backing vocals as well. So, yeah, they've been around since about 2013. So this is a very recent one, and I've only recently heard them 
like about four years ago with this record right here, actually beyond sky, uh, it kind of popped up into my like stoner doom chart listening, which is kind of what I gravitate towards. Um, and yeah, I saw they were from Vancouver and that, so I was like, Oh yeah, those are like, better dig deeper if these boys are from where I'm from. Yeah. It seems like good straight ahead rock and roll to me. I like the, the drum opening, the guitar riff, the big sticking point for this type of band with a sound like this, whether it's going to completely work for me or not is always the vocals. And I'm on the fence right now. Okay. <laughs> with this guy. And I think it's just a particular style of vocals that yeah. doesn't always appeal to me. It's not bad at all. No. Um, but I love it. It even sound a little bit, I mean, it sounded like a, Modern Skinner in some ways. Oh yeah, yeah, it's got a bit of that I mean, swagger. I have to mention Skinner. Yeah, a little bit yeah. swagger. So yeah, it's cool. Yeah, and I mean that's definitely my wheelhouse. I like stuff to be a little Southern fried, even though I'm yep. up here in the north. Um, and that's the thing with Vancouver too. It's there's very much an influence from like the the surf culture of the West Coast. Um, so a lot of that like swaggery vibe is in that music as well. Mm-hmm. Vancouver is funny that way because. Bands like Aerosmith, when they did like Pump and uh, mm-hmm. Permanent Vacation stuff, they did that all up in Vancouver because that's oh, really? where uh, Mr. Bob Rock set up camp. Um, gotcha. So there's kind of like this like uh, studio vibe of Vancouver. The bands come there, they kind of just tear the city a new asshole while they're there. There's a lot of strip clubs and stuff that are infamous. Um, the Marble Arch, I think, is in the Motley Crue song. Uh, that's Vancouver, I believe. That's no, Vancouver. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, it's it's kind of known as that kind of hub where they all came up. But there's like a little scene there as well um, that is nice and dirty. Uh, and there's a scene there that's not so dirty because it is a studio town. A lot of the crappy active rock that we all hate, your Nickelbacks and all that stuff, is churned out of there as well. There too. Yeah. yeah. But uh, this is kind of what I associate because, like. When I was, you know, just before I left Vancouver to go to school in, in the East Coast of Canada, um, this was kind of like a little scene that was going on in like dirty or dive pubs. Stuff was like, there's some good gritty rock and roll, small three pieces usually. Um, mm-hmm. And I just love that. Like as a, as a guy who kind of gravitates towards rhythm section, I kind of like it when the guitarist has to like kind of hook into the rhythm while he's soloing because there's nothing else there, you know? So like, I find that with Ben's playing is fantastic that way. Like he, he catches a lot of those little riffs within his solos and we might as well go back into it because, uh, he's about to do a face melter right here. Huh? Let's melt some faces. See, the vocals win me over with some of these little... The, the wolf set your door, he's coming for your soul. Uh, in the first verse, the way he says fire is fire. I hear you. Yeah. But I can see what you're saying, like, with a lot of, like, the retro acts, I guess. Um, 
like your wolf mothers and even like modern day kind of Greta Van Fleet, where they kind of really just cop one band. Um, what I like about Lachinga is they have, they kind of catch a lot of different vibes from a lot of bands. This one is pretty much pretty straight ahead rocker here. Um, mm. But I'll get into later, actually, I have a little bit I want to do that'll kind of show you some other entry points um, to their catalog. So I'm glad you have a bit because I don't have one. So that's good <laughs> news for later. <laughs> we'll see how it rolls. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you want to just keep jamming this guy? Yeah. All right. Let's get back into it. always love those kind of lifts right that's very um like gunners you know like paradise city i don't know like that that probably goes way farther back than guns and roses though like uh just that kind of shift i'm not much of a musician so i don't really know what the if it's shifting to a minor key or something like that but i always call it a lift Mm because it just takes you off and you know a face melter's coming after that i know exactly what you mean and i'm not really a musician either so I understand the way you describe music. Maybe we should have had a third person on here that was <laughs> actually you know what they were talking about for the musicians out there. But I think for, for most of us, uh, it makes perfect sense. And I like it too. And it is, it is kind of a gunner's thing. Here's what I'm thinking about as I'm listening to this song. As much as I love rock music, I just have a hard time connecting with newer rock music. And I don't know if it's just because something about the production, the sound. It, it may simply be the fact that I don't already love it. As in, when I want to listen to rock music, it's probably going to be something that I've loved for at least 20 years. And yeah. and that's very often that I listen to rock music. It's probably the main type of music I listen to the most. But when I discover new music, it's usually in another genre. So it's it's hard for a new rock band to really get through to me. Mm-hmm. And I think what will be interesting about this show is that you and I, our tastes overlap in many, many ways, but then mm-hmm. also we have our own corners where we may not, obviously you're much more of a metal guy than me. I probably like, I don't even like to call it indie rock, but I don't know what else you describe it. Probably a lot more than, than you do. So yeah. there's places where we go completely separate and then more places I think where we overlap, but it'll be interesting to see as we play each other's songs, the reactions that we have, or at least I hope it'll be interesting because otherwise, why are we doing this podcast? <laughs> yeah, no, that's absolutely like, I mean, we could have done a podcast on like a band that we both like, like a ZZ top or something like that. Uh, that's right down the middle for us. But, um, I think it's, it's going to be cool to be able to like, even like, cause this is pretty tame by the standards of the, the stuff that like the doomier stuff that I get into. Oh yeah. Um, but I'm going to definitely bring some of that to the table, but I'm also going to probably surprise you because, uh, I like some 
lighter stuff too. Oh, I know. Um, and we'll we'll definitely meet in the middle with the country stuff because that's uh, correct. We're both big fans of singer songwriters. Mm-hmm. Um, but for today, it's it's yeah. I just thought I'd come out with a barn burner. <laughs> it sounds like <laughs> I don't, moving, and it sounds like I don't like it actually. Dude. <laughs> no, no, I hear you. You're right though. Like the, there needs to be like a bit of a familiarity with it. Um, it is hard to get into like really polished active rock. Um, so I gravitate to more towards a band like this. Cause at least they got a bit of stank on their riffs and, uh, it calls back to bands that I like. So, yeah. mm-hmm. um, as, as much as I should be opening my ears to some more arcade fiery kind of plinky plunky oboe playing, whatever the fuck, 10 oboists in one band kind of deal. Sometimes I just, it just doesn't move me. Yeah. I need a little bit of something to get the tequila guzzling in the, sure. the chicken wings. Those chicken wings. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so after that lift, of course, we're going to get another solo. I, th- there's a lot of solos in here. And this is like, I'm uh, a guy who doesn't like lead work, but I like this style of lead work. I like little short bursts. I don't like technical dream theater 10 minute showing off how many scales, you know, I like it when they got a bit of mood to them, you know, uh, and they lock in with the rhythm. And I find that, uh, Mr. Ben Yardley is very good at that. Um, there's some really sick bends in this next part here. He's the seat back. go lachinga ladies and gentlemen it's cool stuff i'd really like the solos i'm with you that i'm all for some short get to the point solos mm. you know you, you kind of reinforced my point with your joke there you quoted david lee roth to me <laughs> when that came that part started it sounded it sounded kind of silly it takes me out of it but if i were to listen to you know, a van halen song that i've heard a million times it just seems fun and cool. So I don't know what the difference is. I'm probably not being fair at all. No, I got you. Yeah, yeah, no. That's the thing. Um, these guys are very much uh, referencing that stuff. Yeah, and which is awesome. They're actually 
they're really on the nose about it to almost a comedic effect sometimes. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's kind of their, their jam, you know, like, um, I mean, it's not like it's weird Al making fun of something. It's, it's, but like, you know, they know that it's like a, it's like a rock stereotype. Uh, and because of their vibe, because, uh, they're very West coast guys, I kind of, I get it. Uh, it, it probably, you need to kind of see the band and see kind of how they perform that kind of thing. Watch some videos of them to like get the vibe of it. Like this is like the kind of band you'd want at your, you know, you're out for a couple of pints and then they just kick on the stage. You know? This is the kind of band I would love to see live, especially if you're going yeah. to see, or you happen to see a band that you don't really know. You're not that familiar with. I would take mm -hmm. something like this over some intellectual singer songwriter guy every single time. Cause that's going to be, a, that's going to be a good time to watch these guys. And I do. Yeah. And I, and I love the fact that, uh, even though they're kind of self-aware, it's not presented ironically or exactly. I yeah, it's not taking too, the piss so. out of it. Yeah, yeah. I hate that shit too. So yeah, it's uh, not your uh, Steel Panther or whatever those guys are. Right. You know, it's they're they're legit players. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, like that's the one. Th so I'll get to the bit that I have, unless you have anything else mm -hmm. to add. Um, so after every one of mine, I want to do what I call rise high five. So. They're going to be five different things. Doesn't necessarily have to be like my top five from the band or anything like that, or my bottom five. It can be anything. It can be like five tequilas that they remind me of, or something like that, or like you know, I can get fun with it. But today, like I said earlier, I'm going to do five points of entry for different rock stereotypes using oh. their catalog. Okay? I like this. So number one is the Rift Luddites, like myself. The guys that can't get enough, you know, stomping, crushing, fuzz tone. Mm -hmm. And for that, they have a song called Killer Wizard. Much like this song we played today, he's definitely channeling some ACDC banshee vocals. And for the more heady stoners, man, <laughs> we have a song called Dawn of Man, which is the only song that I found in their catalog that's 10 minutes plus. Um, it's very like epic, wasp, vibey. He even goes into, like we were talking about, that they kind of do little piss takes. Um, he kind of almost does a little Jim Morrison piss take, which I, at least I take it as a piss take. Maybe he's a Jim Morrison lover, but I kind of know these guys are more into like Monster Magnet and that kind of stuff. Not, <laughs> uh, I mean, everybody loves the doors to an extent, but uh, not I, everybody. I'm not, yeah, <laughs> not this you guy. and me are on the same page, yeah. right? Like, yeah, yeah, I, just yeah, don't, little, I just don't get it. Yeah. 
Yeah. So there's a whole part of that one. It's like, it's a really vibey song, but it's kind of like, it has this piss take kind of almost like Pink Floydy too. Like it's got kind of like different voices coming in, which is cool. Yeah. And then another um, stereotype is the magical, mystical Dio worshippers. There's some stuff for you guys too. Um, there's a song called Warlords, which is straight up battle cry. Just good fun. Uh, and then for the Funky Mofos, there's one called The Mother of All Snakeheads, which is an awesome title. That is a good title. It's a really kind of driving, more funk-leaning kind of thing. Uh, like, lots of quacky wah-wah in there, mm-hmm. some scratching, kind of like... You dig that one. I'd it's like got that. some killer drum grooves. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, still some ACDC in there, too. They do the kind of TNT kind of background vocals in there. So, us classic rock guys love that, too. And for the last one, the ultimate rock stereotype, which is the simple man. <laughs> oh, <wait. laughs> for you... <laughs> Uh, I'd give you one here that's a little more uh, hillbilly for your Yankee ass. <laughs> a little Appalachian style here. Thank you. About uh, time. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But still with the big helping of uh, some bad co Skinner kind of vibes. Mm-hmm. Uh song called Mountain Mama. And you and I both know any song of Mama, <laughs> Child, or Lord um, is good shit. going to be good. vocals are a little different too i find they're almost they're kind of i guess hipstery blues like you know i don't want to say jack white because he's mm-hmm. he's the ultimate like easy yeah almost like a shannon hoon you know like uh um, blind melon kind of uh, like just like nasally but like high and i love moving. shannon yeah so mm-hmm. i definitely would say you should check that one out man i'm mountain writing mama. it down right now listen to mountain mama the only confusing part is there's probably already six songs on my iTunes <laughs> that are called Mountain Mama, but I'll get to theirs. <laughs> Just add it to the Mountain Mama queue. The Mountain Mama mix. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the triple M. Yeah. 
<laughs> I like high five. Yeah. Do we, do you, do I give you a high five now at the end? Yeah. Like, well, like, I know, clapping we, noise. Yeah, I like that. The virtual high five. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So how about I play a song for you, Rye? That's a song all the way from Music City. Woo! I do have an advantage, I think, overall with this show, in that a lot of music has come out of the United States of America. You may be aware. I think we talked about, is it fair for you to have the rest of the world? Because usually it would take, let's face it, the rest of the world to even compete with the great US of A. And so <laughs> that's still on the table if that's what you want to do. But um, this episode, of course, we're focusing it down just to Nashville. And I can tell you that it didn't make it a lot easier for me because there's a lot of music that I love that is from this area or about this area. So what I decided to do was not actually pick, you know, what's my favorite song that would be impossible or my favorite band that's impossible. What is the song that is most about Nashville to me or most representative of Nashville in some way at least. And so I narrowed it down to songs with Nashville in the title that still made it difficult. And I've been going back and forth, but I think I've got the perfect song picked out for today and I'm going to play it for you now. Rye and others can listen as well at home. You listen along yeah. at home. All I, have, all I have to do is figure out how to okay how to make it play. I was born at the Ryman Auditorium during the Martha White portion of the Grand Old Opry. Roy Acuff cut off my umbilical Then tied me off with his yo-yo string It was easy growing up for me in Nashville Music City has always been good to me There's room for you and your cowboy boots We'll even get you a rhinestone suit You don't even have to sing on key Producers with computers can fix it all in Nashville, Tennessee So come and visit me in Music City We'll drink all night and write songs no one will say In pickup bars the country stars play Japanese guitars Come and visit me in Nashville, Tennessee. All right, so this song is called Visit Me in Music City. It's by Bobby Bear Jr., which I think came out in 2004. So here's why I picked this. The truth is, it's not even close to my favorite song about Nashville. It's not my favorite song by a Nashville artist, but I do really like it. And like I said, I think it represents Nashville, at least this sort of utopian version of nashville you're going to hear more about as the song goes on and this guy is as nashville as it gets because he is bobby bear jr his dad of course is bobby bear senior yeah exactly so you know him most of you out there listening to as well he's a huge country music legend he's in the country music hall of fame hung out with all the big time dudes made a ton of country hits over decades really and uh 
Bobby Bear Jr. So growing up with that as your dad has to be pretty cool. I know he grew up in his house living with his dad. Bobby Bear Sr. was literally right next door to, to George Jones and Tammy Wynette. Those are your next door neighbors. He was on Hee Haw when he was a kid. I mean, how cool is that? He, uh, awesome. he sang or did some sort of vocals on one of his dad's songs when he was around five years old. And that song ended up being nominated for a Grammy. So he was Grammy nominated when he was five. So <laughs> maybe not the exact experience of everyone who grew up in the Nashville well, area. Everybody, yeah. but, everybody in Music City. Come on. But exactly. Um, and there's so much that's gone wrong with Nashville. And you'll hear me complain about it on the show, I'm sure. But I want to be positive tonight, right? And this is the yep. other side of Nashville where there's just amazing musicians everywhere. The first line references... Uh, the Ryman Auditorium, which I think is the greatest music venue in the world. Not that I've been oh, all yeah. over the world, but it's my favorite. It's on my bucket list for sure. Yeah, you got to get down here and go to the Ryman. Do. do I think he actually was born at the Ryman? <laughs> I like that he used the word umbilical. Umbilical. I mean, anytime. Yeah. I mean, and I have recent experience cutting an umbilical cord. <laughs> I already told you about this. When, oh, when your it, puppies, yeah. When it was my, <laughs> my babies were born and they asked, do you want to do that? Of course, hell no. Why would I want to? I'm going to ruin it. I'm going to hurt my baby. Plus, it'll be gross. But I ended up having to do it with some puppies a couple of weeks ago. And uh, it was gross. And then I had to tie it off with a little... I didn't have a yo-yo string, so I had a little tiny... Anyway, it's disgusting. I don't recommend that. But do I think all of that happened? No, but I love the way he sets the stage of... Uh, just being bored into country music. He's got kind of a sense of humor about it all. Yeah, I definitely am getting that. There was a couple of times I snickered. What did he say about the uh, Nashville stars playing Japanese guitars right. or something like yeah. that? That almost seems like a bit of a piss take. Yeah, it? yeah I, I yeah. believe so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. yeah. And so, yeah, he's telling you how great Nashville is. But there, are, yeah, I would say there's a, an element of urine taking in here. <laughs> and you might pick up on a little bit later. But I do like the song. I mean, I kind of shit on it to start. I think it's a great song. But more than that, it's, I'm playing it for the lyrics today, which they uh, they teach you about my hometown in some yeah. way. Cool some vibes version when of I it came in too. I mean, I wasn't ex- uh, I wasn't expecting it to go as country. Just the, the vibes at the beginning were very um, I don't know, old soul. Uh, True. Yeah. I mean. There's enough country that has soul in it as well, but you know, like right off the bat, I kind of I thought it was going to be something a bit more, uh, I don't know, sitting on the dock of the bay kind of thing. I know what you mean. Yeah, it does kind of have that opening, and then it gets more country as you go. And he's an interesting guy. I mean, he grew up obviously surrounded by country music, and he's made a ton of different types of music throughout his career. Uh, he had a band called Bear Junior that was really a rock band for a number of years, and and they were a pretty cool band in Nashville. Um, he's made several solo records and tried out different types of music and he's actually i don't know if he's still with them but for several years he recently he was with guided by voices playing guitar for them so he's done a little bit of everything um so that gets it so okay guided by voices they're one of those indie deals one of those indie deals yeah okay yeah that's (laughs) not your territory yeah and i'm not i'm not huge into them mostly because i haven't listened that much but i've liked what i've heard but yeah so he you know he's all the way from Ryman Auditorium to Guided by Voices. That's quite a quite a journey. There you go. What's the hipster mecca like for uh, the indie bands? Because like Ryman is definitely. Yeah, what would be the opposite? Country. It would definitely be in East Nashville. I don't know what it would be. 
it would probably be yeah <laughs> they, they wouldn't let me hang out there I'll, we'll, we'll ask we'll ask guided by voices i'll write a, an email to them they'll know i'll just check to yeah. see where they played last yeah uh, it's they just say oh you never heard of it man <laughs> <laughs> right yeah exactly right, you want to get back into it let's do it the hills are filled with naked hee-haw honey to all sing along in perfect harmony the world's greatest living guitar pickers can deliver you a pizza or sell you weed Guitar strings grow on shrubs and maple trees Guitar picks tumble out of gumball machines Record deals fly in and out like happy bumblebees The cops carry capos in case you want to change your key In Nashville, Tennessee So it's a pretty straightforward song. You're not going to get uh, your multiple solos like in your jam, Rye. But for those of you... I feel like there's a Dobro coming up in there. <laughs> well, we'll see, won't we? <laughs> that's a good guess. He was honking on Bobo there for a little bit, too. That's uh-huh. good. That's right. There's a lot of layers. There's a lot of... Uh, I mean, they're all cliche <laughs> um, country-style layerings. You're not hearing anything way out of left field or anything. But, but there's a reason why that nicely. works. Yeah. And for those of you who have never been to Nashville like Rye, it is not, in fact, true that the hills are filled with naked hee-haw honeys. <laughs> But the line about Damn. <laughs> let me just cancel my flight. Right, I don't want to mislead anyone. The line about the greatest, uh, what is it? The greatest guitar pickers can deliver you a pizza or sell you weed. That probably yeah. is true. <laughs> Nashville has so many great musicians, and and one of the cool things, and I haven't really gone out much in years, even before the pandemic. But there's so many places in Nashville you could go outside of the tourist spots, and you just see amazing musicians playing music. Because there's just great musicians all over the place. And that is, yeah, I love it in cities like that. Where even like uh, Chicago, when I was there, like mm-hmm. I just went to some like random kind of juke blues place, and it's like the guys are just cooking. Like and you're like, holy cow! Yeah, like yeah, yeah. just nobodies who are incredible. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Sh- should be should be known. Mm-hmm. All right, Bobby. So come visit me in Music City. We'll drink all night and write songs no one will sing In pickup bars, the country stars play Japanese guitars Come and visit me in Nashville, Tennessee
So that is Visit Me in Music City by Bobby Bear Jr. And listeners, visit me. Actually, I don't know most of you. But if you're listening and you're a family member or a friend, please visit me in Music City. And Ryan, you, you probably can come are. To, which there's a very good chance. 50% of you. Actually, first of all, you probably live in Music City already. But if not, come visit me. What'd you think, Rye? How'd that hit you? Yeah, it was rad. Um, very, yeah, great laid cool back song. vibe. Yeah. Um, I'd like to compare him to his father. I, I haven't heard much of it. I, I like I know the name and everything, but yeah. um, I wouldn't be able to tell you his distinctness. Some of the older guard of country, it is. There's there's a few super unique voices, you know, um, but there's kind of the ones that follow those voices too. Uh, that is true. Like, especially when you're getting into that, like George Jones kind of territory, it's like it hadn't branched out as much with the, uh, the true kind of outlaw voices that, that brought in a lot more character to voices, but his sounds, it's, it sounds pretty old school. It does. Um, yeah. He doesn't sound like he's trying, trying too hard, you know, like he's comfortable. And that's, that's a mark of old school country for me. It's just like, comfortable in your storytelling you're not trying to ream around your voice a bunch right uh like some of these uh the more modern country guys that are just trying to get the party keep the party going the bro country guys <laughs> right um, they may rap for you which is pretty different <laughs> yeah if that's what you're looking for in your country music but it's funny when you when you got one like this. I was actually thinking one of the themes that I put into the generator here is uh, which might pop up so I shouldn't spoil it but I did think about like having a a senior junior kind of thing. Well, um, and there's a ton of them in country music too, especially yeah. I've noticed this just kind of becomes a family business. And I, when I was younger, well, first of all, I didn't really like country music and it, it had to go through what I thought were cooler rock bands who are, you know, did some alternative country rock or, and it took me right. kind of that route to be able to come back to country music and think it was cool. And part of the problem was, you know, I was listening to the radio, which I still don't like, country music on yeah. the radio but i love the country music that was on the radio in a certain time period before i was born right mm-hmm. so it's still for me like somebody like bobby bear the, the dad it, i still have a lot of digging i'd like to do he's one of those guys that it's cool and and there are a lot of songs that you know and you didn't realize it was him one of those kind of guys but right. i'd like to dig further into him but uh, i was yeah. gonna make a point before that when, when i was younger i often assumed if it was the junior then they probably suck and they, you only know them because they had a famous dad and maybe it was just resentful, but it turns out that so often that talent is passed on to the next generation. And especially if they're able to do something a little different with it, there's a ton Mm -hmm. of great examples of that. So we can still do it. A senior, junior. Yeah. For sure. So I have to tell you this because go right down to the third, you know, Hank. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's tough one. We we can just skip over junior (laughs) to senior and and (laughs) Hank three. That works for me. <laughs> so I have to tell this because I was watching a live video of him doing this song uh earlier today I hadn't seen before. And you've now mentioned Robert Plant and ZZ Top. So I'm gonna tell this we can cut this out, but I'm gonna tell the story that Bobby Bear Jr. told about Nashville before he played a live version of the song we just listened to. And and he said this is his favorite kind of Nashville story. He was at the Station Inn, which is a, a pretty famous place to go in Nashville for, for real bluegrass music. And one of the few places that's still around and is still 
cool and what it is supposed to be and used to be. And Robert Plant was there in the audience and, you know, it's a bunch of old men playing amazing bluegrass music and somewhere in the set, they stop and they start thanking and saying hi to all their friends that are in the audience. And then they say, and I want to say a big thank you to Robert Plant from ZZ Top for coming out tonight. (laughs) Great guy, Robert Plant. (laughs) That's, that's the best, right? This guy is an amazing musician. Doesn't even know who Robert Plant is or what band yeah. he's in, but somebody probably told him off stage, like, yeah, Robert Plant's in the audience. He's like, who the fuck's Robert Plant? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's in a rock band. Oh, it's easy top. That's okay. the one rock band. Yeah, right. Okay. The only rock band in the South. <laughs> he shaved. Did he shave? Okay. <laughs> I thought that all that hair was at the front. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, like I said, I dig the, the vibe in it too. The, um, that is missing in a lot of modern country, uh, really layering instruments like that. Right. And even, yeah, just the overall vibe, the tempo, it's, there's something to be said for music that doesn't necessarily just grab you right away and punch you in the face. Although that's great. And kind of like, 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 like the one you play. And I love both, but there's room for both. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. But who will win? That is the, the question. Battle. And here's my, yeah. my, yeah, this is important. Someone needs to win. And here is my case to the audience. As I said before, I think you should vote. Okay, this is a question. But I think (laughs) each episode you should vote on who did the best job matching the category. Not necessarily on which song was your favorite. Or or it could be. This is a question. Mm-hmm. But um, well, you can annihilate me this week, then. Well, that's true. Uh, well, that's why I want it to be. I'm going to change the rules yeah, next maybe, next time. I'm not mentioning yeah. that. When we do a random one, this one's more just an intro for us. Um, yeah. But because I, I think, as far as the victor this week, it could go. <laughs> we've definitely picked two different lanes. Yeah, who the hell knows? And who the hell knows? I mean, it's going to just be uh, rock dudes are going to be on mine, and yeah, yeah, uh, it'll come down to. Are there more rock? It'll dudes come down to who we who we country. curate as our audience yeah, exactly. for sure. Yeah, um, but people should know when they listen to this episode. This is a good cross section of what the predominant thing is going to be because we both like rock and we both like country. That's true. Um, but that's not saying that we're not going to drop some hip hop on you. Sure, R and B, soul. That's it. part of it. Is like yeah. since we're only picking one song a month, I'd like to be able to just dive into stuff. You know, right. Um, so I might even pick a song that I don't necessarily know when it, when I when I pick it and then let it snowball over a month, you know, instead of just the ultimate first thing that pops to your head. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, we're going to bring you variety, folks. A little something different Hopefully. every month. I mean, if we're making them wait a month, we should, I guess we only do 12 a year. <laughs> Variety's not that important, is it? <laughs> no, it's really. going to be hard to get tired of us. That's the good news. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. You're going to be clamoring for us. Yeah. We might as well roll into the, the random generator. So as I said, we're going to pick a different theme randomly at the end of our little battle there. And so I've kind of created a little generator here. What I've done is just thrown a bunch of audio files that represent what the theme is into a folder. And then I pull one out randomly. And hopefully that'll work. Hopefully that's random enough for your, you know, for you people. <laughs> I hope you're satisfied. This is Are real. you not entertained? <laughs> this is real. You, you may be thinking that we're just going to randomly 
we're just going to name something and pretend like we're going through a random generator, but we actually are. This is, this is real. This is, this is legit mm. random. Yes. Uh, we will do whatever it tells us to do. This is hipster random. This is legit random. This is legit. All right. So I'm going to let the boss count this one in for us here. One, two, three, four. I think I love you. Okay, it's a good one. Do you know what this is? I have no idea what that means, but I love all of that. Somehow you mix (laughs) three or four completely opposite things that I enjoy. Well, this is actually a theme. Funny enough, this is one of the first ones we mentioned to each other when we thought about doing this show. It's murder ballads. Oh, love it. This is a great one. We each get to pick a murder ballad from our respective countries. I should have picked Um, up on that. You really upped the production value. I had no idea what you were doing, to be honest. I I believed it would be random. And then after that, I thought you'd just say murder ballots. This is better. Good work. Well, the bad thing is, though, I didn't label any of this stuff. So (laughs) if I don't recognize what I was going for when I picked the three songs that are in there, uh, we're going to be, we're going to just make something up. Make it up. So maybe. (laughs) Yeah. But I remember that one because this is uh, definitely one that I wanted to do. Um, That'll be killer. So another thing we're going to do, you guys are going to pick between Lachinga and Bobby Bear Jr. And the winner of that gets to decide whether it's going to be a positive spin on this theme that we're going to do next month or a negative spin. And I think, I mean, murder ballots, it's got to be all positive, right? Nothing. They're win-win situations always. Nobody loses in a murder ballot. Nobody loses in a murder ballot. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that'll be fun. That's something to look forward to. I'm glad that one popped up, actually. That's deadly. That's, can, can we, since this is being recorded, yeah. can you promise me something? If I'm ever murdered, make sure that a murder ballad is written about me and recorded about me. That's, I don't want to be murdered, but if I am, that's my number well, one wish. it's funny you should say that, Clay, because I've actually written a song for no, you. Uh-oh. I like, no. <laughs> <laughs> wrote the song first. It was more of a, a plan. That's what that's called. <laughs> and the door opens. Yeah. 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 I, I was listening to that, that, uh, that Bobby Bear Jr. song earlier today. My daughter came in and asked who it was. And I said, Bobby Bear Jr. I said, can you guess what his dad's name is? And she said, Bear Grylls. <laughs> <laughs> I said no, it Junior. <laughs> Waited a beat, and she 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 got it. Oh, Bobby Bear Senior. We just thought <laughs> somehow had something to do with Bear Grylls. You know who that is, right? We just recently watched that. He has a a show, and they did a movie version of it where it's like choose your own adventure, and Bear Grylls is trying to survive out in the wilderness, and then he turns to you, and and he's yeah he's about to try to capture a lion. And it, yeah, okay. he's got, he gives you the two options of how this might be accomplished. And then he turns to, to me of all people to tell him, <laughs> should you either, you know, run around in front of him and, and have him chase you into the trap or should you get this raw meat that you have and leave a trail? So then he falls it into the trap and then you pick it and then it, it shows you if you picked right or wrong. So it actually was a lot of fun to do as a, as a family, fun thing to watch. So she's really into Bear Girls right now. But um, Bear Grylls on the mind. I would hope that if I were ever out with Bear Grylls in a situation like that, he would tell me what to do. Yeah. 
All right. So we'll uh, see you in a fucking month <laughs> with some murder pallets. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. Uh, as always, <laughs> you always have to say as always in the first episode. <laughs> uh, you can reach us at northbysouthpod at gmail.com. Or you can connect with us on the Twitter at North by South Pod. We kept it all consistent. Making it easy uh, for you. And, yeah. And we're going to post the polls up there. I don't know exactly how we're going to tabulate votes, but you can send them in via email. You can send. You can go into the polls. We'll just kind of combine the shit and get... We'll get the Yankee over here to count them. They seem to be good at counting shit. I can do basic math. You know you're going to confuse a lot of the listeners by calling me a Yankee, right? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I like I like this because I've never been called a Yankee before. Well, you're but we Yankee might want to explain it to, to the yeah. <laughs> you can call me a hoser or whatever. Yankee redneck, eh? Yankee redneck scum down there. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be stuffing the ballad. Yeah, yeah. But I can do basic math. So yeah, vote any way you want. Send it to the email. Hit the thing on Twitter. I'll add it up. No problem, right? Sweet. Hey, and if you're so inclined, if you like this for some reason. Feel free to go on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating. I'm told that that is an important way to boost a podcast so that people might actually find it and, and listen to it. And it's the more the merrier. We want to have and get your reactions, want to get your ideas and get your votes. So anything that you can do to help us out, boy, would this Yankee appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Take care of yourself, Clay. Great chatting with you. Good talking to you, Rye. I can't wait to talk to you in a month.